0: Well, I want to thank you again for joining us here for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. We're delighted you've joined us today, and hopefully you are having a wonderful day, and we hope that we can make your day a little better. We are thankful uh, for the Word of God, and we're going to be looking into that just for a few minutes today. And We just try to keep it simple and short, 10 to 12 minutes long here and uh, help you get on your way. Uh, but again, we thank you for joining us. If you uh, like the podcast, let us know about it. If you are a listener to our podcast, let us know about it. Uh, it comes to you uh, from Tiftonia Baptist Church. We're located right here at 518 Browns Ferry Road uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, but uh, we were we were looking in uh, Second Timothy chapter three, and I even shared with you um, really the thought that came behind just my little thoughts on this podcast was, you know, there was an old song that we sung years ago in in the church that I grew up in. It's just simply in times like these, in times like these, you need a savior in times like these, you need an anchor, be very sure, be very sure your anchor holds within the rock. And uh, I'm thankful that uh, we do have an anchor, but in days, like in times like these, we're living in perilous days. The Bible says here in second Timothy chapter three, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, and that word perilous means dangerous. And I gave you some reasons why that these are dangerous days. Um, there's no doubt about it. If you uh, have any age on you at all, you know that things have changed. Uh, you know, I'm going to soon be 49 years of age, and you know, I grew up. Uh, my junior and teen years was in the 80s. You know, sin's always you know been there, but. Uh, it seems like obviously the Bible's true. We know it's true, and uh, there's no doubt that evil men and seducers do wax worse and worse. So, as days continue and truth continues to fall out into the streets, no doubt uh, we live in perilous days. But what can we do? We don't have to live defeated. Uh, we don't have to live discouraged. And so, I just said to you yesterday after we looked at Second Timothy chapter three or on the last podcast, what can we do in these times? We must be sure we're in the faith, and we talked about just examining our faith, uh, making sure that we're saved. If you, you are not sure of your salvation, that's something you need to make sure of. You need to examine, uh, look it over, prove it, the Bible says. And we read that verse in Second Corinthians chapter 13. The Bible says examine ourselves. And so it's not wrong for a Christian uh, to always be examining your life. And we should do that. Uh, but We obviously don't like doing that because many times we don't like what we find, but when it comes to our salvation, that's something that we ought to know. And so in days like this, we want to make sure that we know the Lord Jesus Christ, that he's in us, Amen. And then I want you to notice, I believe in these days, uh, we need to be steadfast, be steadfast, um, you know, think about this Ephesians chapter six. And verse 14 tells us, wherefore taken to you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand and therefore having your loins girded about with truth. And we must be steadfast and we must stand. Now, that's not real popular today, but in times like these, in, in, in these days that are dangerous, these days that the Bible says are perilous, uh, we need to be steadfast and we need to stand. And we need to be aware of what we're standing for and who we're standing against. And we understand that we should be standing for the Lord and standing with truth. And I know that that is a, you know, a very uh, touchy subject today because we also live in a day where, you know, some people do not believe in absolute truth. And if you stand for the truth or you stand for something that the Bible teaches you're going to be ridiculed. Now, again, one of the reasons for this is because we're imperfect people. I will be the first to tell you that I'm an imperfect person. But just because I'm an imperfect person does not mean that God's word is not perfect. It is perfect. And we will fail, but it still does not change the truth. And so, even as we fail and even as we make mistakes, we ought to ask God to help us uh, to to, to not make those mistakes, to stand in the truth of God's word. And that we ought to yield upon, you know, yield to the spirit of God and yield to the truth of God's word instead of the shifting culture. Uh, I just finished, uh, a series of messages, uh, in the church or a message I preached on just a couple of weeks ago, or actually last week was on, you know, feelings or faith. And I've been doing a study on the life of David and David got himself into some real trouble because he allowed his faith or his faith to deteriorate. He allowed his feelings. He allowed his fear. He allowed his flesh. Uh, He allowed his hurt and his, you know, confusion dictate his life. And if we allow that to happen in our life, then we will certainly not stand for truth. We'll start questioning truth. We'll start disobeying truth. And so God help us in these days in times like these, we must be steadfast. And then I want to just share something else with you in times like these we must be not deceived you know the bible says here in second timothy chapter 3 verse 10 but thou hast fully known my doctrine manner of life purpose faith long suffering charity and patience and um you know the bible says in verse 13 but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived so we must understand We must know what the doctrine of the Bible is. We must know what we believe and why we believe it. By the way, what we believe should affect the way we behave. Now, again, I I said earlier in this podcast that we are imperfect people. When you read the Bible, God used imperfect people. But imperfect people uh, can still respond even after they failed and do right. And that's what we should be interested in doing. But in this pastor scripture, we're talking about being deceived. The Bible says that we fully know the doctrine. We ought to know what the Bible teaches. Why? Because it's so easy today to be deceived. I've used this illustration so many times. Uh, but when we think about rat poisoning, uh, if you read the uh, ingredients of rat poisoning, you know ninety-nine over ninety-nine percent of it is harmless. It's it's grains. It's food that the rat wants to eat Uh, but there's a very small amount of poison in that rat poison that actually kills the rat but it has to be that way because if it was permeated with with poison the rat wouldn't eat it and so really what are we doing to rats Uh, what do um you know pest control how do they kill bugs and how do they what do they do they 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 deceive them um what do we do when we hunt i love to hunt and when you turkey hunt or there's times you when you deer hunt you can use a deer call uh, you can use a can you can do a bleat call or you can grunt uh, some people rattle what does this do this deceives a deer from walking in thinking something but you know it has to sound like the real thing and and the, and look if we as humans realize this then we know satan understands this and so he he is the master of deception. Uh, he loves to get do a lot of things right with just a little bit of error in it, and that little bit of error is error is what gets you. That little bit of poison is what kills the rat. And so, God help us in these perilous days, in these dangerous days. We must know the truth so we won't be deceived. It is so easy to be deceived today. Uh, when you think about um, the counterfeit money. Um, you know, I've been told for someone to be able to spot the fake um, money, the fake bills, they have to know what the real one looks like. They study the real thing. And that's why this verse is so important in 2 Timothy 3. He says, you fully known my doctrine. It's very important for us not to be deceived in these perilous days that we must know the doctrine of the Bible. If you ever hear someone say to you, well, doctrine really doesn't matter. We're just coming together to worship the Lord. that's dangerous. Because the doctrine, what people believe is really, should affect the way they behave. And so we need to understand the doctrine. And so in times like these, we need not be deceived. Then I want to just share with you this. Uh, in times like these, we must keep a ready testimony. Now, I read this verse the other day. First Peter chapter three, verse 15. The Bible says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And this is a powerful verse. We ought to be able to give a testimony of why we have hope in these dark days. Why do we have hope in days like this? Because we know the Lord Jesus. We know his promises. We know his uh, principles. We know the ending. We know the victory that the Lord gives us. And we ought to be ready. The Bible says, be ready to give a testimony. Can I ask you this quickly? When's the last time you gave your testimony to somebody? The day that you trusted Christ that you got saved. It's very important. And then uh, how often do you share your life story or maybe give a testimony of how, hey, I was going through a dark day. I was going through a bad day, but the Lord helped me. See, that's giving an answer when someone becomes helpless or hopeless, the Christians should be ready to give a testimony of, hey, look, we have hope in the Lord. That doesn't mean that we're never going to be sad. That never means that we're not going to be discouraged. But we should be different than someone that doesn't know the Lord. We ought to be ready to give that reason of that hope. So we ought to have a testimony in in times like these. And so, look, these are some encouraging principles uh, that we can implement in our lives that will help us, even in times like these amen but I want to close with this in times like these I have a savior in times like these I have an anchor I'm very sure I'm very sure my anchor holds and grips the solid rock and I hope you have the same testimony, amen God bless you have a wonderful day we want to welcome you today to the blessing from the valley podcast with your host Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, The Bible. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.